what is going on you nerds welcome back to archives my name is ethan i'm with my co-host what is up you fucking nerds it's me and boy we, alan oh and, oh my bad i am so fucking sorry dude oh my oh god my, oh my god i'm such a douchebag <laughs> <laughs> you said it on me <laughs> but uh um also we have a, another guest this week oh my returning once again what up I, what is this my third third podcast yeah i think yeah. so number three and number three yeah but it's it's noah here back again welcome back my guy what have you been up to it's been a while uh honestly i the last time last time i was on the podcast i was on leave uh so i messed up and i ended up like screwing up my sleep schedule so i ended up being like off and then i was like yo when do we go back to work and one of my buddies was like dude we go back tomorrow and i had been like going to bed at like five in the morning so i was like shit like had to like jesus cheese and rice <laughs> so that was fun and then just readjusting and now i'm off for the holidays they actually did like a pretty good uh like six days in a row off so we get like christmas and then another section gets new year's next week but uh just been just been vibing. I've been playing Pokemon, which I know everybody's like shit on. But uh, I mean, but what do you think of it? So that's all that matters. Personally, I I think it's great no matter what. There obviously is like laggy, like low frame rate areas, but it didn't take away from my enjoyment of the game, which I think is the biggest takeaway. Is that like a lot of people they don't give it a, a chance to like really enjoy it if it's the the type of game that you like. And uh, I, I'm at this point, I've completed the Pokedex. I did that within a week because um, I got both versions. And then I have been shiny hunting ever since. And I've got like 30 shiny Pokemon that I've just constantly been doing like little hunts here and there when I have free time. Um, and that's where I in, in, enjoy the game the most. But I think it's a, a fresh, cool take. It could have been done better, but I still think it's fun no matter what. Well, hell yeah. That's all that really matters is how you feel about it. Yeah. I mean, every every game has its has its issues at launch anymore, so yeah. it's not like it's it's just weird that it happened in a Pokemon game because it's as, not as something a, that usually happens. Yeah, as a, as an advocate for Call of Duty, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Say that's they've been rough the past couple of years, at least at launch. It's always yeah. just shit at launch for God. It's always like that for real. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean, usually it's laggy yeah. servers, but like lately, it's just missing missing features that are usually yeah. there. That's the shitty part more than anything. I, I think that it, there's such an issue anymore of like pushing a game out on time, and that developers are so scared to delay any games. Um, that they're just rushing games, and then there's like a constant this this game series has issues day one. This series has game issues day one, and like. It's so many different issues that I think if people just took, you know, six more months, didn't have their teams crunching and like put more effort where it's needed, like they wouldn't be releasing games with issues. Cause I, I, mean, I think, I, I don't know. I, oh, I no, be, man. That's just, that's just where the money comes about it. And that's, yeah. and that's a really shitty thing to say, but say crunch culture is not a good thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a shitty thing to go out and say, like, it's a money thing, but like we all know, like, it's a money thing. I yeah. mean, let's be like, let's be honest here. Pokemon only came out 
because like like the way it did was because of they rushed it out because of the holiday season and i know that for a fact like you can't tell me bro that and i actually heard a really interesting take as well so they've boxed themselves into a release schedule like where it's timed it's based off of the card games it's based off of the anime and it's based off of the merchandise so considering this is the ninth generation of Pokemon, they're starting the new card games in January. So it's already going to be a brand new like set of cards. The anime, they just announced recently that Ash is retiring from the anime and it's going to be two new characters. It makes um, me sad, Loki. To, to, start, to start the new series, they have all the old. merchandise already out for Scarlet and Violet. And they can't... They couldn't reasonably delay it more than a few months, I feel like. So it was on top of the holiday release schedule and that they just have so much outside of the video games that like they can't yeah. wait. They, um... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like personally, again, I don't work over there. Like I'm I'm not a fucking CEO. I'm not I'm not in their fucking wherever the fuck I need to be. You know, like I, I get it, you know with the card games and the show and like the merchandise. I mean, I feel like video games can be put off. I just, I feel like they can't. Um, I don't know, but I mean, I, I guess I understand, I understand from a marketing standpoint. I understand from a business standpoint, you know, you want to have each and every layer of um, merchandise from that IP is like out as soon as possible like, to the general public. And I get that. Yeah. But yeah, um, well, shit. Well, Alan. Man, my, oh man. <laughs> man, oh man. What have you been up to? Man, this week, it's been kind of a crazy week for me. Like, um, earlier in the week, I was streaming. Um, I was playing, like, this game. But um, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to say this, unfortunately. Like, I kind of dropped the ball. I didn't get a chance to finish. Before, but I'm sorry. Cancel him. Cancel him. I've had a long week, kind of stressful, so I kind of just put off some of the game time. And I get it, but I mean, I got it in a day in one sitting. Ethan was there for that. I was, dude. I it was kind of a struggle because I like I kind of dropped the game afterwards. I haven't played it since. So yeah, but. But it's it's just been kind of a long week and long hours and shit like that at work and then like no, nothing I really want to get into about that. But other than that, it's been pretty good. Um, I'm about to have a nice ten day break from all that, so I can focus on doing stuff for the podcast. And we actually just got done filming a special little project that um we did a little mystery box thing just right before recording this and that was a whole lot of fun so whenever that we actually put that out um be be looking out for that because it's something new we've been working on um other than that i haven't been doing anything (laughs) well hell yeah um boy do i have a lot to say right now um (laughs) i guess first order in business i want to say that alan and i are complete shitbags and I only say that because by the time you guys hear this episode, Christmas would have been passed. And last week, we didn't wish you guys a Merry Christmas. And I feel like a douchebag for not doing that. So, hap- 
or I guess merry this, belated this, Christmas. This, this episode's coming out tomorrow, my guy. Oh fuck! I'm such a retard, dude. Oh, I mean, I mean, uh, let me read. No, I, I didn't say that word. I'm just gonna cut that out. But <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. You guys know what I mean. I'm so sorry. Um, but Merry Christmas! I hope you guys have a good Christmas yes, this, Merry this weekend. Christmas. If you're if you're going out to some Christmas parties, make sure you guys are driving safe. I don't think the roads are gonna be bad. We're, well, I guess. I can't, really can't I mean, even say that. We got listeners from we, all over the world now, so we got a storm advisory this weekend, my guy. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, Ohio, in general, but... like, because I don't know where you guys are at listening to this podcast. If you guys hear it, um, drive safe, guys. Drive safe. If you're drinking, don't be driving. That's all I got to say about that. No need. We we all know the rules here. We don't got to go into much of that. Um, as far as what I've been doing, uh, wow, Ghostbusters, I grinded the living fuck out of it. I got a few more trophies to go, and I got a platinum, but we'll talk about that more when we break down the game. Um, I just started, I finally pulled the trigger. I, I am now fully investing myself into anime. I've been watching My Hero, thanks to Alan. You're um, so far, <laughs> it's gas. I love it. I'm about to finish up season uh, one. Oh, oh what was the was last thing you've seen? What was the last thing you've seen? <clears throat> Um, the last thing I saw, I have to, I have to go back a few episodes cause I fell asleep, but, um, uh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I last thing I saw I was that, the villains, um, the villains broke into the Academy and, um, Deku just used his, uh, ability and, um, All Might just showed up. Like that's the last thing I saw. Who, so, okay, this is a question for both of y'all. Who's your favorite hero and who's your favorite villain? Um, so, I, I've i watched up all the way to season four. Mm -hmm. I'm just now watching season five. I have only two episodes in on that. Mm -hmm. Um, dude, honestly, I love Deku. I like, I was about to say, but, that's my favorite by far right now. But um, I've also watched the movies, mm -hmm. and there's a and there, there's a scene in the end of the uh, second movie. And I've always liked this character uh, Bakugo. I've always, yeah, I've like he's my second favorite. And then I, I'll go ahead. And then his dad. I really like his dad too, but only after the end of season four. Because so all that I, shit he did, bro. I really, oh. I really can't say much. I literally just started. I can. Yeah, I, the only yeah. thing I, I will say, I don't have a favorite villain yet, but I will say, like, I really like Deku as a character. He's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, other than my hero, I've been playing a lot. As of a couple days ago, I've been playing a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. I honestly didn't think that. I've had this game downloaded since it came out. It came out this year, actually. It came out like a week before um, Elden Ring. Um, I haven't played it since Elden Ring came out, and uh, I figured, you know what, why 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 not go back and you know check this game out? Um, because I really liked Duel Links on the phone. Um, as a huge like Yu-Gi-Oh fan, like growing up, God, this is like the best Yu-Gi-Oh game I've ever played. Next, right next to Duelist of Roses, because I think that game is just like top tier. Nothing will ever beat that game. But this game is amazing. Like if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan literally go check this game out it's a free to play and you really don't even have to spend money on it just by you can grind the missions and you get gems and open up packs like it's it's fucking awesome guys like go check this game out for real um that's all i'm gonna say about it 
Um, and also, I do want to say another thing. Um, so I had a, I had a conversation with, I'm not going to, you know, put this person's name out there. I'm not going to accuse, you know, anybody of anything, but I was having a conversation with someone and they told me, um, the one thing they said, they said, if there's one thing, and again, I'm not, I'm not speaking on this just because I'm hating. I'm not hating. I just, I just want to put some perspective on like this conversation and like what it means. So someone told me one of the, the main thing they, they just cannot stand about me is the fact that I'm so, um, it's the word I'm looking for. Uh, I'm so optimistic. I'm so optimistic. And I believe that, um, anybody can do anything they want. That's cause that's what I believe in. I believe that anybody can do whatever they want. I seriously, I seriously think that, and like, you'd be crazy not to believe that. I swear to God. But what, like, what, like why I brought this up and what it means to me is like, I didn't like, I didn't bash on this person for saying these things. Like I didn't, you know, lose my shit and like go off. I just kind of sat back and like, I let them, you know, speak their mind. And I just kind of laughed inside a little bit. And again, like I'm not bashing on this person at all. It's, it's not their fault. Um, anybody that thinks that way, it's, it's not their fault. Everyone has their own opinion. So you can't, you really can't hate on someone for having their own opinion. Um, it, it's just life. We all have different minds and they all work differently and we all think differently. So like, again, um, but the way my mind works and the way I, th I see and view things, um, I truly believe that if you have a vision and you have a goal in mind in your life, you know, there's no reason if, if you want, if you wanted it bad enough, nothing's going to slow you down to make sure that you reach the end goal. Because all in all, like we all grew up, like we all grew up having a dream. We all grew up like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And then somewhere, you know, some people fall and they stick to something else they don't like, and then they never finish their dream. Um, me, forever, for me, the way my mind works, um, if I'm going to invest myself into something, uh, I'm never going to rely on someone else. I'm always going to bet on myself. If I'm going to bet on something and if I'm going to bet that it's going to get, it's going to happen. I'm going to bet on myself 100% of the time. I'm never going to rely on somebody else, somebody else to make sure that I accomplish my goal and my dream. So, um, if anyone ever like feels that way about you, like, don't worry about that shit for real. Like they're, they're, they're invalid and they're irrelevant to your life. Um, more importantly, they're not like, they're just irrelevant to your goal. Um, but yeah, I just really wanted to bring that up real quick. Um, I thought it was really funny. Um, again, I didn't bring that up to bash that person. You know, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. And anyone that's bashing you for chasing your dream, it's not their fault. Remember that. Um, that's all I really have to say on that. Well, I really haven't well spoken been... for real. Yeah. I'm I, curious. I, it, we, we could maybe we talk about it offline if you don't want to get too into it. What was the context of like, what were you being too optimistic about? They, they felt the need um, to say I guess that I'm just too optimistic about. So like everyone that, you know, knows me personally, um, you know, I love making music. Um, I've, I've dabbled in my, in my lifetime so far, I've dabbled in, you know, many different roads. I've dabbled in content creation. I'm dabbling in the podcasting. I've dabbled in music. You know, I've, I've kind of, you know, dabbled my skills in like each and every, you know, each and every road that I've seen. Um, 
have I been successful? Some, in some cases I have. Some, not so much. But like what I mean about like betting on myself and why it doesn't matter. And I've said this in a podcast before that I would rather die being the man, like being known as the man that did everything he could to make, to, to try rather than the person that had a dream and never did a single fucking thing about it. And I will, I will fucking ride that until I'm six feet under or I'm just a pile of dirt. Like I will ride that. Um, but yeah, I mean, just me oh, being yeah. optimistic about any, every, everything that I've done. Yeah. I think that like, I, I had a lot like before, before we ended up going to like the same school and everything. Like I, I remember like starting at a new school and I was like, oh man, I'm going to show up and I'm going to be like, I'm going to bring my Pokemon cards to school. And I, for some reason, in the back of my head, I like, I gas up myself into thinking it was a good idea. And I ended <laughs> up getting like the shit roasted out of me. Like people were like, oh, making fun of like all the different cards and stuff. They were kind of, I mean, kind of making fun of me, but it made me like shut down like my enjoyment of like all that stuff and like i knew i couldn't talk to my current friends about like pokemon stuff then and i was like man this is like one thing i'm really passionate about and it took me until like the following year to get like a new group of people that i was like they they helped like they helped me enjoy that stuff again because they were like oh man we have like similar interests like we're not gonna make fun of you for this you know and uh that was kind of like when I wanted to start doing content creation too, where it's like, I want people to talk about their hobbies in a way that like, if, if you're excited about something, like don't let someone else take that away. And like, yeah, they're offering you constructive criticism. That's one thing. But if they're just straight up telling you like, like you shouldn't enjoy something cause it's childish. Or you shouldn't enjoy something. Cause it's like even anime gets bashed or it's like, Oh, it's cartoons. It's like, no, no, for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not. And what I, and, what I think is, Oh no, yeah. but you're not done. Go keep going, keep going. My apologies, I apologies. No, no, no. Well, and just to wrap that the the thing up is just like, you know, I, I think people people enjoy whatever they want and like they're everybody has at least something that they enjoy, whether that be like sports, cars, shoes, like video games, cards, whatever the case may be, like collecting stuff. Everybody enjoys stuff, but one hundred percent. I think it's bad when people like they bash you for being either optimistic or just enjoying stuff. It's like, well, you don't have and to. Yeah. And it's like, and with that, like, like, you know, like me being, you know, optimistic and, um, you know, being told, you know, I, I, I envy you. Like I love it and I hate it, but I also envy you because you have so much self-confidence. I'm like, mm-hmm. really like, dude, it, like, I mean, yeah, obviously like there's a little bit of self-confidence that goes into that. But you also have to realize without a solid plan, you're not going to accomplish those things. And that's just the beauty of it. Like, and granted, like I, I can sit here and talk about this shit all day. And, you know, some people will come, will, can call me a hypocrite about it. Like, oh, well, if, if, if you have a plan and you're so self-confident about it, then how come you're not a famous music artist? Like, that's not what I'm saying. Like, what I'm saying is, yeah, I make music right now. I'm taking like I haven't made music in a, in a while. I've only released one song this year. But like, it's me coming to a realization that maybe I wasn't so passionate about it right now. Like maybe this road that I have been forcing myself to to go down for so long, maybe that's not the road that I want to take right now. Maybe it's just not my time. Because right now, like my life is being 
pulled away and pulled somewhere else into content creation. Like, like this podcast has really helped me realize how much like making content makes me genuinely happy because we've been on a consistent schedule of doing this every week and I look forward to it every single week. And I think it's fun and it's, it's awesome. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not so like I'm giving up on music. It's that road just isn't what I need to take right now. And I, that's me coming to the realization with that. And then, you know, what that conversation led to like, Oh, well, I can't wait to stream or like, and if someone goes, Oh, well, good luck streaming. You're like, you'll never make it. Like you, you have to be like, blah, 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 blah. You get to, to get to the top. Like who cares, dude? Just if you, right. if you're going to chase something, do it because you're passionate about it. And that is exactly why I wanted to make this podcast is because I have a fucking strong fucking passion for content creation and or video games. And it's fun to talk about. Um, and if you want to be a successful streamer, then fucking do it. Who's who, who has came up to you and like, do, do they have like a black and white fucking piece of paper that says this person will never be fucking internet famous or this person will never get a huge following. People don't follow you because it's going to happen. People follow you because they like the content and they like who you are as a person and or your personality. And that's what people follow you for. And the thing is with that, like, and, and this is for any dream. I'm going on a tangent right now, but for any dream, you have to be consistent and you have to have a passion for it. If there's no passion, it's just the, everything is just lackluster from there. Well yeah, spoken, like, my guy. I, the, that too, where it's like, there's so much self-doubt that can go into that too, where it's like, it makes you scared where you don't want to hear people be negative about it. And like when I was starting streaming, I was trying to get like setups and stuff right. And I tell you what, the excitement I got when some random dude just happened to be watching and was like, yo, what's up? Like, uh, like open up Pokemon cards or like what game are you playing or whatever? And I was like, how did you find my, my channel? And he was like, oh, it was recommended on YouTube because it's like I watch a lot of card content stuff. And like that made me excited, even though that's it was ama- like that's amazing person. for him, bro. And it, I was like, I. I don't get how like like I know that it may take a long while and like a lot of work and effort um, to get to a point of like having a little community made. But like even just starting out, if you you know get those little moments, like you really enjoy it. You enjoy going after what you want. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. That's it's really that, that's that's what it's about, dude. Um, but I didn't I didn't mean to go on a you know bring this up and go on a huge tangent, but it's just ever since I had that conversation, like it's been really brewing up inside of me and I've been really wanting to think about like, you know, how I wanted to approach that situation. Um, Like I said, like when this was said to me during that conversation, I, it didn't piss me off. It didn't piss me off. I just couldn't help but think in the back of my mind, like, damn, I really feel sorry for this person because they'll never understand. And if they do want to understand, you know, they have to, get themselves out of that mindset like that's not the right mindset to have for anything um but yeah i mean that's i just wanted to bring that up real quick um so that's that's my hot take for the day get all and get all the negative vibes out yeah let's get all the (laughs) let's get all the (laughs) push push all that push all that negative energy away and be like fuck all that shit we're moving forward moving forward fucking no no um, more two stars all five stars (laughs) 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 fucking uh but yeah again guys thank you for tuning in to the podcast 
you know, we welcome, we welcome, we welcome, goddamn, I can't talk, we welcome you fucking nerds within with open arms, and hell yeah, we're excited to bring you new new content every single week. Um, I do got some things I want to talk about with the podcasts here in a second, but right now, um, are you guys ready to talk about some Ghostbusters? Fuck yeah. yeah. I, was, uh, I, was, I was, I know you mentioned you, you've been watching anime and stuff lately ethan alan have you been watching anything um just uh, getting back into my hero because i've been staying away from it for so long Hell yeah. for, mm-hmm. for i don't even know why i just been so busy with other shit other shows i've been watching uh, that i've already talked about before but yeah i saw the new avatar movie and i'm i'm probably hella biased because it's probably it's one of my like my favorite franchises overall but like that shit was fucking good like i i'll give everybody like the the reviews and everything that like people have been saying like the story is very similar to the first movie because it's more about nature like humans are the bad guys like whatever so like it's similar that's fine but but it, i mean it gorgeous movie like three hours where i was like i was zoned into it like it, it really pulls you into the the universe of that shit and like it, it was a good movie i recommend people going to see it yeah, I'd really like to go see that this weekend for real. Hell yeah. So. Well, I guess without further ado, uh, what I'm going to go ahead and do, guys, is I'm going to go ahead and play some music. And when we come back from a short break, we will be discussing the greatest fucking licensed game of all time. <laughs> Ghostbusters, the video game. Welcome back from our short little break, guys. We are going to be talking about one of the greatest licensed games of all fucking time. But before, really quick, I just want to say, um, again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to some of our listeners here. Um, Dude, I want to give a huge shout out to France. You guys have been blowing up a little bit. So whoever, whoever it is in France that is fucking sharing our podcast, fucking thank you. I can't remember how to say thank you in in French. I was going to, I was going to attempt, but I didn't want (laughs) to embarrass myself and I took a year of French. So, (laughs) but uh, I also want to give a shout out to Romania. We got some listeners over there, United Kingdom. You guys are still going strong. And then we also got Belgium. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Germany. I can't forget about Germany. Thank you, literally all of you. Thank you, yeah, thank, you fucking beautiful nerds. Yeah, thank you. It's it's honestly crazy how far we've reached out. And, like, it, it honestly just makes me very proud of what we've done so far. It's getting ridiculous, guys. I don't, I don't honestly don't know if... We can hold we can hold too many nerds at once. We, we, we got a shit ton of you, so yeah. I, I don't know how longer we can keep doing this, guys. Yeah, so... But. I guess uh, the only the only tr- I guess the only true thing to do here is we gotta test it out. So bring some more fucking nerds in. We want some more nerds. We think we can handle it. Fucking bring some more people in. Keep sharing the podcast. Keep rating us. Give us a five stars, even though I only know we're only worth two. But um, I also want to read a few comments on this week's episode. So uh, last week uh, we did uh, we did ask you guys um, what were some of the most hated games that you fucking hate. 
And a few of you came in and wrote in and said, we got Lucas.Finley19. He said, bro, legit, fuck the whole Splinter Cell series and Prince of Persia, both <laughs> garbage, LOL. Um, I've never played Splinter Cell, so I can't comment on that. And I've played... First of all, I, I love Splinter Cell, so when I read this, my fucking heart sank. And... <laughs> And I've played Prince of Persia, but that was only with you, and I did like what I played, so I don't believe him. When did we play Prince of Persia? I don't know. Was, you had it at some point. Yeah, I remember Prince of Persia on like a, a demo disc, like playing it I'm for calling, like five minutes or some shit, I'm, but it was like a I'm, dope like puzzle-solving like little fight scene thing. Yeah. I'm calling Cap, Alan. I've never owned Prince of Persia. You had Prince of Persia. Like you're lying out of your I'm, teeth right I'm, now. I'm using the force. <laughs> um, yeah, man, the Splinter Cell comment kind of hurt me because I love that series. Now, I will, I will say, the first Splinter Cell game is pretty rough. It's not the greatest, but my favorite Splinter Cell games of all time are Splinter Cell Conviction, Conviction, and uh, Splinter Cell Double Agents. Those games are gas, and I would love, love. The cover splinter cells but the whole purpose of you know asking that question out there because we are going to cover these games so since you hate prince of persia and splinter cell looks like we're going to be covering some prince of persia and some splinter cell at some point um also we got another comment gabe scott he said we happy few now when i first saw this i had to ask alan about it because i had no idea what this was yeah he uh alan, yeah he was uh talking more about uh, what we were streaming because we were actually that's why we brought it up what is this game about? Well, like, so I don't, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know like, essentially, like this society has you addicted to pills, and if you like, what the fuck, if you like take the pills or not, it depends on like you what you see and what you can do. And honestly, and yeah. honestly, looks like a half-assed Bioshock game for real. Mm. It to me, I think it reminds me the graphics are like Hello Neighbor a little bit. Yeah, and like. So yeah, it it is like it's like the pill is joy or whatever, and by not taking joy, you become you like start seeing like the real world or whatever, and the more you like start to act off of the medication, like police start to notice, you start to get captured and stuff, and it's like it's kind of like an escape room type game, and you're just yeah. trying to get as far as you can. Like I I, I haven't played the game myself either, but it was like. I remember seeing a lot of the previews and stuff for it when it was coming out on, um, I think it was on PC first, like the alpha and beta tests or whatever. Um, but yeah, then eventually it got its like full release. And to me, it just, it reminds me kind of like Hello Neighbor, where it's like you see a lot of people playing it or you used to play it. And it was just like breaking the game and speed runs and stuff I, like that. I know not a lot of people liked it. So when, mm-hmm. when Gabe says he hates it, I'm sure. I'm sure it's bad. Um, I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, he said. Um, he said he'll let me get the copy, so we'll fucking, we'll fucking try it out. I guess. Give it a little test run. <laughs> yeah, I mean we. Uh, I mean last week we we tried to do a PS One fucking podcast episode with a, a Bug's Life, and that fucking failed. But that's a that's a story yeah, for didn't... another day. Yeah, well. Again, we 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 played six levels and got on like, we got like I'm done in like ten minutes. 
And there's like, and that was like half the game, so there's like nothing to talk about. Yeah, it was, I mean, that was a rough one for sure. Yeah, fucking um, well, hell yeah, fucking I'm, dude, I've been waiting to record this episode <laughs> for a while now. I have like, oh my god, like, dude, this has just been one of my favorite games like growing up. Like this game is like literally fucking amazing from head like from bottom to top. Um, I remember. Uh, so I I I approached Noah, and I was like, "Bro, we want uh, we gotta have you on the episode because I want you to play this game." Noah, what were your first impressions of this game? I mean, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, as soon as I started playing it, uh, I was immediately sucked in, and I was like, "I'm gonna beat this game today." Like I had a whole off day started in the morning and i literally beat it like that night um it's yeah it's so fun like and I'll, I'll i'll say that i'm not the biggest ghostbusters fan i've seen the first movie i'm kind of iffy on the second movie because it would have been like when i was a kid but like I, I definitely remember seeing the first ghostbusters movie a lot growing up um and then i saw the most recent movie and the most recent movie is really dope but after, like after sure. life yeah. yeah, and and when you approached me about it, I was like, not hesitant, but I was like, you know, I hope that the game is worth it, and it absolutely is fucking worth it. It was so much fun to go through, and then even towards the end of my playthrough, you we hopped in a party and we're talking about it a little bit and talking about trophy hunting and this, you know, going about that, and it's it's all, you know, it sounds like fun ideas and super doable just because the game's awesome. Yeah, I agree, um, and I. I- I'm actually, I don't know what games came came out in 2009 because this this game released in 2009, guys. Um, it originally came out for the PS3 and Xbox 360. I think the Nintendo Wii and DS, which I'll talk about the DS version in a little bit because that was one of the I played that I played I've beaten that version too. Um, Alan, yeah. what kind of games came out in 2009? Yeah, so um, we actually had one we talked about earlier before the podcast. Um. Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars came out in 2009. Oh, it's just funny. I brought that one up first only because we talked about it earlier. But um, Batman Arkham Asylum. Call oh, my God. I just started playing that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the original Modern Warfare 2. Ooh. Yeah. Resident Evil 5. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Borderlands. Prototype. Left 4 Dead 2. Yo, Upper Dead 2. yo here, oh my God. here's a fucking good ass license game, but a terrible movie. X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> never, never played it. Dude, the game is good as fuck. Is that the one? Is that the one where they make Hugh Jackman kind of look like he's Asian? Like it's horrible rendering. I th- I'm gonna be... I think so, but it's, I I know it's uh <laughs> it's the one where they show his fucking Deadpool's mouth shut and shit. I'm gonna yeah. be so honest with you right now. Before you said, before you like said what it was, the why was the first thing that came in my head was Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's um, that's way out there, bro. Have you ever played Wallace and Gromit the game? Oh uh, yeah, the uh, what is it the, the Were Rabbit? The, the Were Rabbit, or I think there's a there's a zoo one too. I think I had the I had the Were Rabbit game, and it was pretty good. Dude, I almost I wanted to interrupt you earlier when you were like, "We're gonna come back and talk about the greatest license game." I was gonna be like, "Chicken Little." <laughs> I've never oh. played that, bro. That was like a, like every week from Blockbuster, and I I don't think I've ever beat the game. <laughs> I, I barely remember any of it, but I was just like, yo, this chicken little game is fucking gas. <laughs> Holy wow. shit. 
All right. Um, so a couple other releases. Um, Leisure Suit Larry box sub-bust. Oh my god, I, I remember know, that game. I don't know if you but that dude's just I've a never pervert. played it. Yeah, he's um, just a pervert. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Never played it. Fucking Angry Birds came out in 2009. Banger. Fucking one of the best phone games ever made. Um, Brittle Legend. Well, iPod game. Yeah. Originally came out for the iPod. iPod Touch, yeah. actually. Um, Brittle Legend. I've always wanted to play Brittle Legend. So good. I love that game. Um, and then League of Legends came out in two thousand nine. I didn't mm-hmm. know. I didn't know that. I don't know that either. Um, but that's that's pretty much all the big releases for real. Um, besides Halo Three ODST, I guess I couldn't pass that up. I heard uh, ODSTs. I, I think I don't know. I don't know too much about the Halo community. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, I guess like I mean, basically like the synopsis for this game and what it is is, so. This game is really fucking... What makes this game way more fucking cool is the fact that the script for this game is the third movie that never got released or filmed. Um, actually, uh, two of the, the actors for the Ghostbusters actually wrote the script, um, which would be... Um, I'm looking for his name. Dan Aykroyd and... Um, Harold, Harold Ramis. Yeah. Yeah. So two of the Ghostbusters were the actors that played the Ghostbusters actually wrote um, the script for, Go- well, technically the game, but which was supposed to be Ghostbusters 3 because they never made a third film. They only did the first two. Um, but yeah, that just knowing that and then playing this game, wow. Like, you like this game, like, dude, like the, the voice, because all, all, all the original voice actors are in this game. Or the actors, or the or voicing the characters in the game, like they're oh, yeah. all there. That's the be- that's the, that's the best part about the game. Like if they would have went out and 100%. got some like busted ass actors trying to do impressions of this game, or like of the actors, it would have been not as good. I think. I don't think so either. And like, it like just like watching the cutscenes, like you can tell one hundred percent this was supposed to be a third film. Like it's just like it's just so fucking good and it's not corny. I mean, there's, it has its moments where it feels like some, some of the characters feel a little bit out of place in terms of like what, what are they like what they're saying? Um, I, I will say dude, this game is amazing. I feel like Bill Murray didn't try at all. Like, yeah. That's, that's the general consents. They, consensus so of everyone. What's, what's interesting that you say that is I do. I remember that as well. Cause his character typically runs off screen to do other stuff. But the reason that they were trying to write a script was they didn't know if Bill Murray was going to participate in filming a third movie. And so in that script, they actually wrote for Ben Stiller to take his place. Um, what the fuck? Well, and I then didn't know that. They, they ended up uh, getting all four of the original actors to voice their characters. But like you said, like Bill Murray definitely like I, his character. I was like, why do they keep sending him off like to do other stuff? <laughs> And then when he is with you, bro, I swear to God, he gets fucking knocked down more than anyone. Mm-hmm. I, and you know, it's funny because even in the uh, the ghost, but the newer Ghostbusters movie, um, because like all the all the characters are back, but um, I heard I think I remember reading something that Bill Murray didn't want to do it at first, like he was like, he was just done with like Ghostbusters, 
And so like, I don't know. I mean, like you can, you can tell too, like that, that, that was one of the things that kind of sucked for me while playing it was that you can tell that like Bill Murray is just not fucking interested in like doing his lines. Um, but it, all in all, like it didn't ruin the game for me. It was just kind of, you fucking bastard. But dude, like, man, like ugh, so many th- good things I want to say about this game. Um, I'll oh, go ahead, Alan. You were gonna say something. I say it's crazy. He'd be more inter- he'd be less interested to do Ghostbusters three over doing two Garfield movies. <laughs> I just did that, bro. I had the same thought. So uh, Garfield came out in two thousand four. I was like, bro, what if like he literally was just off doing Garfield stuff like instead? And I was like, or maybe even the, his cameo in Zombieland, which I love that. Yeah, cameo. I love that cameo, but fucking. I do like Bill Murray. I think he's funny in that, the right situations, but yeah, Zombie Land sure. did come out in two thousand nine. There we go. That's what he was doing. <laughs> he was being a. He was, he was off getting he zombified. Was, he, didn't, he didn't even have a big part. I know he just got <laughs> he just got killed. <laughs> did you guys see the the extra scene? I don't know if it's like an after credits or whatnot, but it's like he's doing a. A, a press release tour for Garfield 3 and mm-hmm. he's like that's when the zombie outbreak happens or whatever it's like a flashback type thing yeah the end, uh, the end of two yeah yeah and he's like he's like do the do the iconic hairball and he's like you want to really flim it up or like whatever and then like zombies start appearing <laughs> I just remember like they're in his mansion and they're watching the two Ghostbusters films because <laughs> he's like nerding out with them fucking um but yeah Again, like this game is just so fucking good. So generally, like basically, this game is the third movie. Um, everyone is returning to do their their fucking their voice acting, um, and you you play as a new a newbie in the Ghostbusters. Um, so you don't play as any of the original characters. You play as a new guy. And let me tell you, like if they didn't make this very apparent that this was a new guy, like they did a really good fucking job. Like you were blind. Like this, like. It literally it says rookie like on your fucking jumpsuit and they chose the most basic face model for a fucking video game character that I've ever seen in my life. He looks like a, a like a um like if you go to like the wrestling games and you create a wrestler, he looks like just like the basic face that you have when you start the creation. Like it looks just so fucking basic. I um I love that one of the details is that like they just kind of treat you like shit kind of. <laughs> Just because, like, they, they, their... they know you're pretty expendable, and that you're like, that's why they give you like experimental equipment. So, Dude, just, just in case you die, like, it's not really a big deal. They don't even, <laughs> there's there's a quick line in like the very beginning when you're back at the, the station, and they're like, Well, what's your name, rookie? And then I think it's Bill Murray interrupts, and he's like, Don't worry about it, he's probably not going to last very long. Like, they don't let you name your character, it's just rookie. They don't give you any personalization options, like, at all. And that killed me. I was like, Man, they they said, Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this is fucking, it's just, dude. And then, like, a lot of the villains, or not villains, like, a lot of the ghosts or spirits, like, the most notorious ones came back and like they got you know the state puff marshmallow man um the librarian librarian from the first movie and slimer he's of course he's back and um you know gozer never really makes an appearance 
I thought that would have been sick, but Gozer never, sadly, Mix never, he's never appeared, but he, there's like tons of references for Gozer. And there's so many references to the movies. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's also like, because it's a game and, you know, they add to, there's like newer ones too. Um, some of them are kind of freaky, I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, um, we're not going to break down like each, every fucking, you know, stage in the game, but we are going to talk yeah. about like the most memorable favorite moments and you know stuff like that um i will say though this game controls really well except for one mechanic and alan i think i know it i think alan you know what this mechanic is which mechanic <laughs> oh you uh, were the one bitching about it i honestly don't know what you're talking about for real because i can't remember the sprint. oh my god bro <laughs> so like it wasn't even really like a complaint it was just funny to me because like when you run, it's straight up a Gears of War run. Yeah, like you like up. you like they straight up change the camera and you just like full shoulder just going into it, bro. Like trying to get there as fast as he fucking can. Like un like and it's just kind of weird. Like it kind of it kind of just feels like really unnatural. So that would that would be like one of my biggest like what the fucks of the game. Yeah, I agree I, with that one hundred percent. I so I I think I agree that it controls really well, and I think part of my issue with it is that it's not optimized very well. Where they have you do the different, uh, you get like the four different pulse like rays or whatever or powers. Yeah, the, the proton the, packs. Yeah, and then the sprint. So like personally for me, I I don't think I sprinted other than that main time when they're like oh yeah sprint down this hallway newbie um like keep up or whatever i don't think i sprint the rest of the game so I never like sprint there if they had like different sections that maybe padded out where it's like oh no you have to run down this hallway and they like they made you sprint then maybe i would have remembered it but it's the same way with like the the proton packs you get the four different versions and i think if they hard locked like you have to defeat this ghost with the slime ability or the you have to defeat this one specifically with the cold ray um but like all of them are kind of interchangeable where you can take out any ghost any way you really want to if you just you know try hard enough and whatnot and like that that was one of my complaints it's like I, I, it controls really well i just think that there should have been more incentive to like change up your tactics when needed i agree with that yeah um I mean, obviously, like, some ghosts, like, the book golem is, like, this giant, like, titan beast, mm-hmm. you know, ghost. And, like, obviously, like, uh, like, the blue proton pack, the stasis stream, like, it's built to, like, slow down enemies. Like, I'm not going to lie, that fucker came in handy when it needed to. <laughs> but, again, you know, there's really no need to use it. Like, it's dodging attacks is super easy. All you do is press circle or B, depending on whatever you're playing. Or, I don't know what the button would be on PC, but... um literally all you do is just like hit it and you just gently like not even like it's not even dramatic like you just get out of the way and the ghosts are like some of them are kind of slow so like it really doesn't even matter anyway um so there really isn't any sense of urgency to use like any of the new proton packs like once i got so far into the game i only stuck to like the regular um other than i did use the slime a lot i will admit to that See, there's a lot of, like, the one fight, I think it's in the end of the museum level. The librarian? 
like the uh like the big fat ghost i saw mm. it, i saw it. Mm. that's at the end of the museum level right i do believe the fisherman the fisherman type dude yeah i think so because you have to no, like you, you, you can no 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 because you have to go around and like or, spray the his fucking little no, no, lava yeah, pools right. down and yeah i know what you're talking about yeah, that's at the end of the museum right yeah because mm-hmm. you're underground yeah yeah okay but yeah so like you that like that and then like clearing out the black goo and shit on the walls like the black slime yeah the black slime yeah yeah but yeah i mean all in all like there is no there really isn't any you know sense of urgency there really wasn't any point to adding new proton packs i mean it's cool i imagine it would it would have been pretty sweet to see that on film that'd be cool um yeah but yeah i mean like I said, it's just one of those things, like, you know, it, it is what it is. Because you really can just play the whole game by using the Proton Pack, other than times when you have to do it to beat a boss. Um, yeah, and some, yeah, did you... Some puzzle-type stuff. Because, like, the the slime the slime pack is, I think, what I ended up using second, like, the, the second most. Like, the regular Proton Pack I'd use for pretty much everything. And then the slime was, like you said, like, for the the black goo and puzzles a lot of the time. Yeah, the slime tether. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, I will say, dude, like, my biggest love for the game is this game does a great job at naturally just making you feel like a Ghostbuster. Like, mm-hmm. even if you're just using just using the proton pack, like, just blasting that motherfucker and, you know, wrangling like, up a pull, fucking ghost. Pulling him into like, a trap and then yeah. just getting, that, getting them all fucking locked down. Like, holy fuck does it do such a good like you just feel like a, a legit ghostbuster like the entire time yeah um, and then like now every like in every fucking piece of the environment is destructible too 100 percent. they did it that was one thing they did like right about like that's so fucking awesome that you could shoot something and like when you break something because like just like the movie like when they destruct shit it, they, they have to obviously pay property damage <laughs> because they're the ones that caused it. So, like, in the game, when you fucking destroy shit, it, it fucking racks up cash. And I don't, it doesn't do anything to affect you unless you're trophy hunting, because there's a few tedious trophies that go along with that. But, um, you know, when you catch ghosts and uh, when you collect, when you uh, scan ghosts and you find collectibles, you get money that you can add upgrades to your proton packs. But even when you cause property damage, it does not affect the cash that you're earning. So... It's a neat little thing, but again, it doesn't change the gameplay experience. Bruh, tell me why my dumbass thought, oh man, if I'm breaking these couches, I see a number pop up. I must be getting money for doing this. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I went through and was destroying everything in the hotel the first level. And I was like, bro, why is my money not going up? This makes no sense. And then I realized like, you know, what it was. It was a penalty of sorts. <laughs> you're a fucking, you're a menace to society. Yeah, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Did you... I I am a little curious. Did you guys, like, any part in the game, did you feel it was a little bit over the top? Like, it was just like, this is cool, but, like, why? Um... I I definitely feel like the library should have been sped up or split into two levels, possibly. Because I know when we talked about it, I was like, I was further in the game and you were like starting out or like in the early levels. And I I remember like being in the library for like the biggest portion of the game. And I, I felt like personally it, it, it could have been cut down. 
a little bit. Like it was enjoyable. I didn't, there wasn't a level that I think I disliked in the game. It's just the pacing for the library felt off. Yeah. Like I felt like you fucking followed her to like five different spots for her just to shut your ass. Mm. And it's like, and like, and usually in video games, there's usually like a roll of threes. So if they would have done it like three times, like, I feel like that would have been a little bit better. Because it's like, sometimes it just feels like padding. I understand that. Yeah, I will say like the library section was definitely stretched out a bit. Cause like, you know, like when you get to the end, cause like, honestly, when my my first time playing this game was when it came out for the PS3. Um, so I remember when I first got to the the librarian boss, I was like, thank fucking God, fuck. Like we've been on this, we've been in this shit forever now. And then once you capture her, you're not done. Like there's still a whole nother section of like, like you're still in the library, but now it's like, a it's the same library, but now it's in like a different dimension, like the ghost dimension. You know what I mean? Yeah, and for me personally, why I even said, like, to split it up, because it makes sense story-wise. Like, they finish the librarian and they go into the portal thing or whatever. If they would have even just been like, all right, hold on, like, let's analyze this for the night or whatever, take a quick break, and then get back to, like, the next level where it's like, all right, we're going into this ghost version of the library. Because it doesn't feel completely like the library to me because there was like the different staircase sections and more puzzles and stuff. So like maybe they could have added a few more encounters to that and just made it its own little level. I agree with that because even in like when they're, when they're looking at it before you interact with the the portal, they're like, go in Rook. She's like, well, you go in first. We do this all the time. You'll be fine. <laughs> and like, you know, you know the fuck you don't. You, you, ne- you never do this ever. Like, like not You're even literally a rookie. That's what they <laughs> called you. But like in the first two films, they never did anything like that. They never went through any fucking ghost portal. They never, no, never. So like what you just said makes so much more sense. Like if they were like, hey, we're going to go ahead. We're going to, you know, keep this area closed off and we're going to, you know, analyze it and, you know, see what's up about it. And then, you know, later on we'll come back and like analyze it, you know, Mm -hmm. that would have made more sense. I also, I also think since I'm, I'm saying that as well. I think there should be little mini games or like things you can do in the station because I was deeply disappointed that you couldn't interact with like the arcade machine or the pinball machine and do anything. Yeah, it's a a very big missed opportunity. Yeah, because there's no point even because like other than a little break in like storytelling, um, talking to the other Ghostbusters or whatnot or hearing stuff in the background, um, you don't you don't really do too much at the station. No, and um, within far as minigame goes, I kind of wish, like, as you're capturing a ghost, like, in the the, the trap, because, mm-hmm. like, the only thing you do, like, I mean, I guess it's a minigame in, its, in itself, like, you have to, you know, keep it centered, but, like, the ghosts really don't put much of a fight up, so, like, if there was, like, a, a minigame intertwined with you capturing a ghost, I think that would be kind of cool and challenging, because, like, you really just... You know, just wait until it gets fucking sucked up in there most of the time. Unless, like, one's, like, huge as fuck and it like, really puts up a fight. Um, so, yeah, I kind of wish that there was more to that. But all in all, like, it's still pretty fun. What were your guys' now, least favorite levels? I was just about to ask. <laughs> so, Alan, what about you? 
I'm probably going to say the library for real. And partially because of like of what Noah had said, like it just kind of drags on for too long. Um, one thing, I mean, the, like there's still a lot I liked about it. Like I did like the atmosphere half the time, like you're walking down one of the like the aisles of fucking books and shit and they just like float across each other. And then like sometimes a, a shelf will fucking fly shut and then you have to turn around and go a different way. I did kind of like that detail, but other than that, like, it just took way too fucking long. And then I had a really hard talk. I, I was getting, not hard time, but I was getting really fucking pissed off at this one part because it was those fucking flying books. They just kept fucking killing me, bro. Like, I, like, I have no idea what the fuck it was doing, bro. But, like, I just could not fucking catch a break from this shit for a minute. Was that in the ghost zone when you're running through the red the, books? Yeah, he's talking about the red books. Yeah, that, yeah. that shit killed me. That was the only time I died. Like, you ragdoll a lot, but that was the only time I was like, bro, how am I supposed to get past this? Like, it looked like it was a pattern, but I guess, you know, you're, the way it, I got it, through breaking the it book. Is a, it is a pattern. Right. So, like, what they do, if, if you look at them, like, each time you interact with them as you're going up the stairs, mm -hmm. they all, they're all on a continuous loop. Like, because there's, there's, there's four total. The first loop, they just keep, they just keep going in a straight line. And all you have to do is use the proton pack to eliminate not all of them, but enough so you can just run through. And then the second time when they're going through that thing and you have to go up the stairs and they keep going straight up the stairs you, again, you just, you just have to rinse and repeat. Yeah. But I, I understand why it's pretty tedious. And then, um, another, another thing that I really hated is that, um, you know, Bill, like that girl that Bill Murray's character was going out with, it's like she gets captured by a ghost. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you finally get to the boss fight. And then, like, as soon as you walk into this room, she's like, oh, my God, finally you're here. Like, and he's, she's not even captured anymore. And then you end up chasing him down again. And then, like, I just kind of hated that. Like, I felt like that was that was weird. I will say I was kind of disappointed with the plot twist. With, like, the whole villain and who released the spirits of Gozer. Or the manifestations is what they're called. Um, the uh, the mayor ended up being the, the one behind this. Like, not him. and per not, not, not him. I mean, it is him. But he's been possessed by a ghost. Yeah, and it was, it was weird that I thought that it was going to end up being Gozer. Because they mentioned everything. It's like a Gozer exhibit at the museum and everything, too. And it's like... There's a, a line where he was like, Gozer is nothing compared to what I am. And it's like, he's supposed to be this other big bad. And it was like, okay, yeah. like I, I get the twist. I get it. I get what they're going for. But like, you've been telling us so much about Gozer. Gozer is such a big part of the, the other movies that it's like, you know, they kind of missed it with not doing Gozer. Honestly, if, if they were going to choose anybody to be like the plot twist villain, I, I would have thought it would have been the fucking um the health guy that's always on the ass in the movies in the game you know what i'm talking about yeah, the that, health that or the, yeah, or the, the health inspector or the environmental protection guy yeah i i would have thought they would have chose that guy instead of the fucking the mayor likes the ghostbusters yeah i actually um i was gonna watch both movies but i only ended up watching the first one i i watched it last night <laughs> 
I watched both of them and it's so good. Yeah, I, I I need to go back and watch the second one because I don't remember that one at all. But it was good to rewatch the first one again. Oh yeah, but all in all, like I had oh my god, I had such a great time. Um I even um before I actually played the PS3 version, I actually had this game on Nintendo DS. And I will say, and it from what I've seen through the community, because I've done some research and I've watched a shit ton of like videos leading up to this, um, the the DS version is actually very much loved in the that community or that realm. And it I remember playing it, and I'm like, damn, like this was a good game, wasn't it? Like it was so good, it played really well on DS, like it wasn't corny, it was so fucking good. Oh my god. Was it three was it three D? Or was it like um the cut the the cutscenes were three D. Okay. But the rest of it was from like a top down perspective. Like the gameplay wise. But like even then, like it worked so well. And I remember I would stay up on school nights as a kid and I'd play the living fuck out of this game. Um on my DS. And the only issue I had with this game for the PS3 when I had it was for some reason like the game would never autosave. So I'd always find myself, you know, replaying again from the start replaying again from the start so i've never beat it when it first came out i i me beating it now was like the first time i ever got to beat it um so and like even then like it didn't ruin my experience because i enjoyed this game and the gameplay so much i was like fuck it i don't give a fuck i like this game i'll keep playing it from the start <laughs> but like oh my god like if if guys like if you have not played ghostbusters the video game you need to go play it. Like this, we played the remaster version. It came out three years ago. This game is incredible. Go fucking play this game right now. Like it's it's so fucking good. Um, Alan, what were some of the the ratings? Shit. If you have them, I have them. Yeah, you, yeah. You go ahead. I had a page up, but I um, pulled away from it. So Steam gave this game a nine out of ten, and IMDb gave this game a eight point four out of ten. Um, which leads me to ask you guys, Noah, what are you going to give Ghostbusters the video game out of a scale of 10? I'll give it a 9.5 just because I do have like the, the stuff that I wish was, I wish was a little, a little, just a half a point better. It's not, you know, it's not that far off, but I, I wish the controls were a little different and I wish the library level didn't take as long, but I love the game so much that I beat it in a day. So uh, I definitely want to revisit playing it and trying to get all the trophies as well. Um, but yeah, I think 9.5 is, it's a really solid game. It's definitely worth the price that it is now. I think, I think it's like around 30 bucks or I, something like I, that. I think it's $20 like for real. Yeah. man. if I missed it by like a week of it going on sale, I'll be a little pissed, but yeah, I think it's like, it's like 20, 30 bucks on PlayStation. Um, definitely worth it. Like it, it's such a fun game. Alan. So I respect your opinion, Noah, but I'm gonna have to go a little bit lower. <laughs> I think I'm gonna give it a I think I'm gonna give it an eight. And okay. and I like kinda like the same things you said, like the controls could are a little bit like could be better. And I think I think some of the pacing of the game was just kinda like overall, like it had a lot of slow parts to me in some instances and I felt like some of the areas were a little too over flooded with ghosts where it just felt like you were just beam after beam after beam after beam and like you know like 
just padding in some instances but i know like that's also kind of just like a gameplay and making it go but i don't know some some areas just felt like there was a little too much going on um i will say one of my favorite details that we didn't really talk about is your whole pack in general on your back because like instead of having ui like a whole ui like saying like how much thing you have drained and it being cluttered all over your screen it's all on your back and stuff too like your health and like your how much charge you have on your ray and your cooldown and shit too like that shit is really cool and honestly i don't really see that in a lot of games that i could at least that i could think of off the top of my mind but um them getting the entire cast to come back even like the, the secretary and shit and even part of the side characters to all to come back and reprise their probably most iconic roles for all of those all of those people um to come back and do that but i think i think i give the game an eight and um i hope they leave it as it is now like i don't think they need to keep milking it like remastering it all like but what do you think, my guy? 100%, I'm going to give this game a 9. Um, the reason why I'm only giving it a 9 and not the perfect score, despite how much I love this game... Um, I would just say, just because of... Again, I feel like there, there really wasn't a point in adding all these different Proton Packs. I mean, I understand just to spice up the gameplay, but all in all, like... You can you can play the whole game with just using the proton pack like the standard like you really could unless like you needed to for like a boss battle which is understandable so it really didn't give us any incentive to use the other ones um also the reason why i'm giving this a nine is because so i am going to go for the platinum for this game however there is one trophy in particular that is pretty tedious is you have to beat the game with only um, with only causing less than $100,000 worth of damage. Doesn't sound bad when you read it. However, there are a few areas in the game where if you just like fuck up one thing, it can, it can cost you up to at least seventy five grand, And by then, like, you're fucked. Um, and uh, shit. So there's a few areas in, in that come up in mind. Um, in the beginning, when you're on Times Square with the state fluff marshmallow man there's a couple of vehicles some of the cars will only cost you a couple grand if you like shoot their windows or even shoot the car itself but they're like are like the the buses and like the, the large like trucks if you like knock the windows out boy that shit will rack up at least seventy five thousand dollars i shit you not i tested it out because there's another trophy where you have to beat the game causing like at least three million dollars worth of damage so that's easy now in the museum, I remember I was I was I got I made it all the way up to the museum and I probably only had like fifty thousand dollars worth of damage built up. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I got this. All I gotta do is pass the museum and the rest is all like it's just gonna be a cruise. No. I fucked around with a proton pack and I hit some artifact that was chilling and I lost my run. Cost me like sixty grand. And yeah, I was pretty butthurt about that. Um so I think that trophy is damn near almost impossible. It's definitely doable, but holy fuck, um, that kind of ruins it for me with the the whole point system. Um, I'm definitely taking half a point off for that, and then half a point off for 
um you know how useless it is for the other proton packs but uh but yeah that's my hot take on it um did you how do you guys think that this game should be do you guys think that this game should stay in the archives or erased from time I'm going to go with the funny answer. I want this game re-released with an all-female cast. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think no. I think it deserves it deserves uh if they want to do another remaster, like it only came out 3 years ago, if they want to do another one where they like bring it to current gen graphics and things like that, I think it would be, be dope. Yeah. It would be hella dope cuz I, I I don't know, maybe on PC there's mods and stuff that you can do that with, but it would be cool to see it in like a higher resolution. See that bitch in Unreal Five? That'd be nice, oh, Um, if you I mean if you guys are down, low key, I saw gameplay of the new Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed game for mm-hmm. PS Five and PC. Dude, it from what I've seen, like videos that I've watched from reviews, people actually really like this game. So the way it's set up, um, it's 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 a four v one type thing, kind of like Dead by Daylight style. So one person plays as a ghost and their objective is to terrorize the civilians in the area and um unreli- un- and unleash the the ghost portal and you guys as ghostbusters have to track that person down and capture him. Hmm. Hell yeah. And it's all first person. Oh. That's cool. I've It yeah, looks I've a heard lot about of fun it, but I haven't seen anything on it. And so if, if you guys are down low key, like one of these days we should just all pull the fucking plug, buy it, try it out, have yeah. a game night out of it. I mean, I mean, hell yeah, dog. I'm yeah, down. I'm down. Well, hell yeah. Fucking um, do you guys have anything else you guys want to say? Oh I know I know for the new game, uh it's like Tobin's book or something like that. Um one of the actors I follow from uh, I Zombie and like a couple of the Netflix uh, series. Uh, Rahul Coley does the voice of like the book. Um, that's it's pretty dope to like just to see a lot of different things, like a lot of different voice actors and stuff come into like these different licensed uh, things, you know. Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah, my guy. <clears throat> well, without further ado, guys, again. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, we can't wait to bring out that unboxing video for you guys when we do. Just keep an eye on, on that. Make sure you guys are following us out on Twitter at the Archive Cast, on Instagram at the Archive Cast, and if you're not already, make sure you guys are following our Facebook group at Archive, the official game podcast. Um, man, wow! I have I've had such a great time doing this podcast. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, I can't wait to bring. <laughs> Can't wait to show you guys what we got in store. Oh yeah, uh, we like I said earlier, we just got done filming our first mystery box unboxing thing um, that we're gonna be putting on YouTube and probably potentially on our fucking Facebook page too. Depending, I, I like I don't know. Either way, we're trying to put out more content for you guys in different ways and capacities. So just be on the lookout for that on our on all of our social media pages and stuff like that obviously our own if you or if you're friends with us um and thank you for listening to our podcast it's, like i said it really i really do appreciate it ethan spiel definitely put it in a really good perspective for you guys earlier um but other than that, i don't have anything else to say 
Yeah, I, oh, hell yeah. I, I got two things that you guys you guys normally do that I'm gonna I'm gonna set you up for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out here. Be be a good guest. Uh, what what are you guys gonna do? Uh, are you guys doing an episode next week before the end of the new year? And then also, do you have like a question or poll or anything for for this episode for the for the listeners at home? Um, I have I have well, one. Mm-hmm. Um, since it is the end of the year, um, uh, we're gonna be looking into next year. So, um, what are what's your guys' most anticipated game coming out next year? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were about to be like pretty corny and be like, "Tell us you guys' New Year's resolutions." <laughs> no, <laughs> hell no. We all know if you make a resolution like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the gym. Oh, I'm gonna start that <laughs> start that fucking diet." Yeah, you're gonna do that for two fucking weeks, and then you're gonna lie to yourself about it. <laughs> so I'm the, the most annoying dude when it comes January first because I'm that dude that says to everybody like, "Oh man, I haven't seen you since last year." Like, "Oh, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen you since last year." Like and, all that shit, and, <laughs> and 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 that's just fine. <laughs> you be that guy. You be a menace to society. I'm gonna be sir. that guy too. <laughs> like, don't don't you worry about it. Wake up Jesus and choose violence. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah, fucking. That's a good question. So, guys, um, on this episode, make sure you swipe up and tell us what is going to be your most anticipated game of the year. And when we read those comments, we'll tell you ours. So you have to wait to find our answers. Um, but other than that, again, if you're not already, make sure you're following the podcast on Spotify and hit that notification bell, guys. That way you guys know, even though you already know, guys, every single Friday at 8 a.m., you guys are getting a new hot, spicy, archived episode from us. And make sure, if you guys aren't, give us a five-star rating, even though we're only worth negative 55 stars this Negative 55. Negative 55. But other than that, until then, we will see you guys fucking later, you nerds. Bye. Bye. Later.